0: or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com.
1: You know, those of you who know and have ever ridden with me know that it's a circuitous path to go anywhere. Hey, Dennis Simpson, Hot Springs Village Inside Out, wanted to give you as the, the leaves are falling and the weather is changing, wanted to give you a change of pace and a kind of a quick hour trip. I'm going to cut, touch on some history things. I'm going to uh, tell you about the CCC that nobody knows anything about anymore, which is absolutely fascinating here in the Hot Springs Village area. And we're going to go to Petit Jean, Petit Jean one of my favorite places. And we're all going to go do that through the magic of a file share program or a window share program. As soon as I get that set up here real quick, pardon me. There we go. As you're driving up highway seven, you may think to yourself, well, there's a funny old place for a, a, uh, a fire pit, just a old chimney in the middle of the woods. Mm -mm 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 -mm. As soon as you turn out the West gate of the village and start driving up North on highway 7 It's a matter of time, maybe five to seven minutes until you're in parts of the National Forest. And by eight to ten minutes, you're completely in the National Forest. Uh, A piece of road that uh, was called nearly 100 years ago, quote, 20 miles of good gravel road, which was an exaggeration by any definition. Uh, But at the time, it's just a completely different thing. I really I wish I had time to explain this to just everybody. At the time, in the 20s, there was a great recession going on, and people were starving, and I mean starving. There were there was just simply not enough food to go around, and we started a thing called the CCC, the Civil Conservation Corps, and this, what you're looking at right now, is the Hollis Campground, that's H-O-L-L-I-S, the Hollis Campground campground for the civil conservation corps as soon as you come in to the, the national forest right there on highway seven on the left hand side you'll see a place called iron springs and that's because there's iron that pours out of the water that comes out of those springs it is literally red metallic beautiful creek beautiful walking trail beautiful little low water dam built there and the walking trail that goes all the way back up to the to the um, cross point of the lake washtaw or the washtaw national forest trail And you say, okay, well, that's interesting, Dennis. Well, guess what? The little gnomes did not collect that, make that at night. We took basically farm boys who were on the land and starving and did not have a lot of money and Roosevelt put them to work and they basically got a dollar a day and an education and they learned a craft and of that dollar a day roughly 80 cents of that dollar went back home to their family every every month so you're thinking okay well is it like a labor camp no 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 it's completely voluntary you you could starve if you wanted to i guess or find another way to make money or whatever but they would they they would simply and you'll see this here in a minute they would put simply put up signs in downtown hot springs and it would say wanted men 19 to 25 from, you know, economically impaired, they wouldn't have put it that way, from 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 low-income people that want a job, show up here Monday morning. And they would show up there Monday morning. Now, you have to understand, this is Hot Springs. And they would truck them from Hot Springs, north through Hot Springs Village, north through Jesseville, into the middle of the woods. And you see across the street, that's how we said it on the other side, there's nothing but woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it was everywhere. There was no highway. It was a gravel road. There was nothing. They built the bridges that you're driving over. They built the low water dam. They built the hiking trail. They built the cabins on the hiking trail. They built the cabins for this building. They built the cabins at Lake Catherine. They built the cabins at Petty Jean. They built the cabins at Mount Magazine. All of these things, these, I don't know any other way to say it. These these uh, uh, welfare recipients as it were but but they worked for it so it wasn't just handing out checks these guys learned skills and and i'll go through some of the photos here this is like i say this is the remains of the hollis campground which is an absolutely fascinating place uh let me flip through here just a minute there are some hiking trails or little, little paths that go through here and these paths that you walk along on this hiking trail hiking trail are actually the paths that the, the recruits would walk along as they would get ready many of these places there are signs here like just to the left on this side you can see me hold my mouse over here uh that area over there actually is a uh excuse me just one second here that area over on that side is actually pardon yeah there we go is actually where the dormitories were just to the right where you're looking at the large green knoll there, that's where the kitchen was. And there would be a hundred between a hundred and two hundred 200 men there at all time. Now there's Diane walking away through these beautiful pines, just for scale and perspective to show us what we're going to. And there's a little park up here for a place to park your camp, but I'll, I'll basically read this. This was camp 1704 of probably 200 camps around the United States And this is, uh, there's a little diagram here. I'll be happy to email this to you. It's obviously too hard to see on a screen here. And for those of you listening, I'm sorry, you're going to have to just come to this special episode at our YouTube channel. But the Hollis Company was built by two or 300 men. Now, you have a better picture here, and I'm shooting through some glass. Uh, But one of 16 Civil Conservation Corps camps built in the Washtenaw National Forest, Uh, the first enrollees were from the Missouri and Arkansas arrived May 22nd, 1933. And once again, this was a method to keep from just passing out checks to people and trying to to keep them afloat. We caught them a skill they would get up in the mornings, go to breakfast they would have uh they would work typically from eight to two or three and after two or three or four they would have school they would have classes uh they would learn shop class they would learn how to well, they learn how to use these things they had been doing their whole time here's mr legacy's tree farm army as they called it and who joined the ccc all of us enrollees it was a semi-military engagement uh, it, it might have felt like basic training, I would suspect. I'm sure there are people that fell out and whatever and didn't make it, but a dollar a day in 1933, that was good money. And you got to learn a skill and and you got to send money back home. You had to send money back home. One of the other parts to that was is to, to put this in perspective, just to give you a, a five-mile high view. One of the, those last slides said that the average enrollee in the first six weeks, gained between five and seven pounds. Now, I want you to think about that. Is that because they're eating fat chips and Cheetos and and drinking sodas and sitting around watching each other do nothing and watching TV and playing Xbox? No, no. That's because they were literally starving. They were malnourished. In the meanwhile. They went and built things like this. Now, this is the Corps of Engineers facility just a little ways up the road, and I'm going blank right now on what the name of this lake is. Um, But this is a beautiful lake, just one of the other bridges they built just up at the intersection of the corner of, uh, is that 10 and 7? No, what is it? Anyway, uh, just a little bit north of Hollis. You'll drive through the National Forest and get to this point. Once again, an absolutely beautiful place. Uh, let me see if I've got any more slides here. I think that may be the last one for those. But what I'm trying to explain to you is, is just a few minutes north of Hot Springs. You can go just about anywhere you want to go. We have some magnificent trails, and it's built by the CCC and the WPA. And you say, well, Dennis, why are you the bothering us? With, why do you explain these level of details to us? And, and please don't take this wrong, but all I have to say is that nobody else is sharing it. Nobody else is trying to explain what our, our forefathers had to go through, what they had to do, how they had to live, and frankly, how they kept from starving. This picture, slightly out of focus, and I apologize for that, is inside the Petty Jean Lodge it's up on top of Petty Jean Point built with the National of uh, the State park. I'll give you a little more of the story, but I'll say, and let me change the pictures here just a second so we can get a better picture. There's my lovely wife, Teresa Diane. That gives you a scale of how big these buildings were built out of rock by hand with pickaxes. They did not have modern equipment. They did not have tons of machinery. They had one dump truck and one bulldozer. And they built this entire state park facility. They had hundreds of men, yes, of course, that's what they did. But let me explain back first what Petty Gene is. As you're driving along, as you leave the, the western edge of the village and you drive straight up highway seven, you're about eight to ten minutes in before you get to the national forest. You will try bisect one point eight, roughly one point eight million acres of national forest. You will come within mm, five miles of a quarter million acres of absolute wilderness that is just no roads, no motor cars, no lights, no nothing. And as you go up through that, you'll come into a little place called Ola. And about 20 minutes north of Ola, you'll be on the River Valley, outside Little Rock to the west of Little Rock, way to the west of Little Rock. But you're in the River Valley, and it's a delta. There's beautiful crops. They're growing uh, sorghum. They're growing all kinds of things on either side of the road. And you're like, okay, I'm in farmland. And you look a little bit further ahead and there's an 880 foot Mesa that just it comes right up out of the ground. It just I literally, as if somebody set a big flat rock up on top of there, on top of Petty Jean is a airport. There is a lake, a state park. There's a, uh, a, a uh, livestock ranch. They're wind rock farms from the wind Rockefeller. The Rockefellers have a farm up there. There's a church camp up there. It's an enormous place. And the, the CCC and the federal government decided that what they needed to do was put these young men and these resources to work building these unbelievable facilities. Do you see these chairs? You see the chairs and the lo- and the little sofas and the little tables and everything. These are built nearly 100 years ago, 100 years ago. And they're just sitting in the lobby of the older side of the Petty uh lodge it is an amazing place they still have cabins there you can rent today this is the original park they've repurposed some of it if you go to the right of this photo you go into an old uh, cabin uh, hotel type situation if you go into the left there's a brand new lodge there that is just remarkable we'll get some pictures of it in just a second and i'm just doing some photo sweeps here to show you those rafters the beams every one of those boards cut from on-site lumber, milled, hand-turned, put in here, all of it wedged in, a fantastic craftsmanship from kids that typically weren't older than 25. Now they did have some mentors. This was a typically this is a little place out back where they've actually kind of enclosed some more stuff, but it shows more of the furniture in the outback of the building. And just a remarkable remarkable place. There is what the sunset looks like. From the lodge, And we'll go into that more in just a moment. But what happens is, is on top of this Mesa, there is, as you're looking from the lodge straight down this view that you're looking at, to the right, there is a 200 acre lake, 300 acre lake, something like that, surrounded by a state park. It catches rainwater basin for the entire area, falls over and goes over Mather Falls, which falls about 95 feet. So down in this valley right below you and to the right, maybe a quarter of a mile is a huge, huge 95-foot waterfall. Now, as if that's not enough, this is the actual lodge profile itself. This is the old lodge that you see here. That's the that's the uh, the part we were just in, and this is the old uh, breezeway they had up here. Now, remember, this is way before air conditioning. This is way before a lot of things, and there's me and my lovely wife. Am I blessed or what? And then we're looking out over the valley here. This is one of the, the viewpoints that you have the little machine, the little telescope you can look out there and see but this is literally what the sunset looks like that day and we're going backwards in time a little so the sun's coming back up for the moment you wouldn't know maybe it's sunrise maybe no you'll get the picture anyway absolutely beautiful shots of which i included too many but this is the new mather lodge that's it's less than 10 years old it's probably less than five years old unbelievable place and this is me and my lovely wife sitting by the window in a find Jim one from India came by and took our photo you meet some of the nicest people on vacation if you want to if you want to uh, cross cultural boundaries i got news for you travel you will find the greatest people and jeez anyway by the way the buffet is wonderful uh and that is what it looks like out the windows it was just about to be ready for sunset this is the new part of the lodge that they've just built on and uh, that's the uh, new entrance as you come into the lodge gorgeous gorgeous facility and this is a painting an oil painting i can't give away the whole story but this is an oil painting made by a man who was probably in his 40s and he was hired with the ccc also to document things this painting was found in an estate sale it was supposed to be in the archives in the smithsonian Uh, and this one the same thing it was another one that was found uh, at an estate sale that should have somehow not left the government's possession. If you get my drift, the civil conservation go- uh, artist. this was Gordon, uh, excuse me, George Gordon Snyder was the gentleman that did this. And he was a fantastic artist. I mean, you, you look at the details uh, the, the gentleman in the upper left-hand corner, and I'm trying to see Hardsman. I believe his name is uh, Mr. Hardsman is a fantastic, fantastic visionary. He was sent here from the fort smith lumber company and they sent him down which i would say petty gene is relatively equidistant between little rock and fort smith fort smith's at the at the state's edge little rock is in the state's relative middle and they sent this gentleman, mr hartson here down from fort smith to have him look at all of the timber on top of of uh, petty gene and the timber company owned that mountain and they were just going to clear cut it they were going to take care of it and just you know just cut it back down like it was any other piece of land. And Mr. Hardison just begged and pleaded that they not do that, that they please not do that, because this was such a unique place. And he started petitioning the governor and other people in the government to ask them and beg them to make this a reserve. Now, at the time, and we're talking the late 20s or whatever, at the time, Nobody knew what the term state park was. Uh, for example, we, we uh, for a little detail that you need to know, uh, Hot Springs National Reserve was the first national park, period. I don't care what you say Yellowstone was. I don't care that it put the first name on it. Probably 50 years before Yellowstone got any kinds of designation, Hot Springs National Reserve was reserved to land. This whole idea of making it a park was you know, still kind of coming into its infancy uh, in the 20s. And I'll just survey what it is right now. The The Game and Fish Commission here in Little Rock in Arkansas will tell you about how we have more white-tailed deer, more geese, more ducks, more, more beavers, more everything than we did in the 1920s. And that's because we virtually raped the entire state of any resource we could in the 20s. We went from thousands of beaver to less than 10. We completely wiped out the white-tailed deer. We nearly completely wiped out the the bear. We had literally thousands of fish being taken from the White River every day. Well, we've learned some since then, if you can imagine. And and Mr. Hardison was one of these people who realized you you just can't keep exploiting the earth repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. We at least have to have some places set aside. And he was one of the big, big, big proponents of, of starting the national the state park. And they named it. And this is the display that you've been looking at. They named it after Mr. Mather, who was a famous uh, person with the with the uh, restoration and, and uh, natural resources in that area in that time. Here's what the view looks like just before sunset. And there's what the view looks like going into the restaurant. It is absolutely positively magnificent. I I can't say enough great things about it. You know, if you want to, and this is the Indian gentleman and his family, uh, if you want to complain that the tax dollars aren't being spent right, well, there's always lots of arguments for that. But the bottom line is there are places they are spent well, that the unbelievable amount of people get the mutual benefit from it that other people wouldn't any other way. And 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 this is one of those areas. Had it not been for visionaries like Mr. Hardinson, there would have been no pictures like this. Is that a relatively beautiful view? Let's let that play. It's going to be in lower definition than I wish. But this is just down the point. We're looking down that valley I was just telling you about. And we're looking up into the valley from a viewpoint just down the way. I think there's going to be a pretty wife down there on that end. Well, there should have been. But anyway, this is what it looks like from the top of the mountain on the very end. It is simply extraordinary. That's Petty Jean, Petty Jean State Park. I'll give you the the closing moments. I'll give you what is the, uh, the foundation of this whole story, and that is, is that petite jean you see the river in the distance down here that's the that's the arkansas river the french explorers were coming up in the middle to late the late 1700s and as they came up the river they had a a a cabin boy an assistant to the captain who became very ill very ill indeed and his name was petite john or little john and they stopped at the base of the mountain and the mountain goes right, bumps right up against to Petit Jean. The Petit Jean Mesa is right, literally right beside the Arkansas River. It's a, it's a 270 degree view from the vistas on the other side here. But, but all that said, they took Petit John up to the top of the mountain because they knew what the problem was. Medical science had told them that was the bad air down there at the river, obviously, right? I mean, who didn't know that? So they brought Petite John up to the top of the mountain and they unwrapped Petite John because he was in a sweat and Petite John was Petite Jean. That's right. Pity Jean. So that's where all this came from. Uh, there's my lovely wife. And I wanted the, the, the lodge is literally just over her shoulder in the background there. And I wanted to just show that real quick. Um, and right behind here, one of the beautiful things about this is that there's tons of hiking trails tons of hiking trails around here and i'll uh i'll flip back around here in just a moment and show you some of those Uh, i think the the place that i really needed to show you was is that as we were hiking around these trails the scope was just difficult to explain um we look like ants underneath these huge boulders that are just balanced up on top of huge rocks and let me go back around here real quick there's a, a little hawking hiking trail with the puppy and th- th- just i hope this will play just for a moment just to give you some perspective uh, of how big these rock clusters are it's just unbelievable yeah yeah i hope that gives you scope for what we're talking about here and there's a system of hiking trails that goes up through the um the petty forest the pre- petty area like this that um or really it's hard to describe. I think the uh, total trip was an hour and a half on the walk that we did. Um, And if you'll notice, we had our little red dog with us. He's a sweetheart and uh, a lot of, a lot of pretty amazing rock formations some pretty huge areas here. Um, And you got to take a break every now and then. I mean, come on. Right. And that is scraps. That's our dog. I can see as I look back at this, as I was walking through this area with a different set of eyes, If I had been an Indian back in the day, you would have had to take a dynamite to get me out of this place because you could literally at any point you could have crawled up in one of these little caves, got out of a storm, kept a whole lot warmer, wrapped yourself up in a lot of deer pelts. Uh, There's a there's a lot of ways to um, to uh, not die uh, in an area like Pettigene. There's there's four different creeks that go through here. Um, It's an absolutely gorgeous area. And speaking of gorgeous, uh, did I mention I love that pretty wife of mine? And not just because she's pretty. I tell you what, it's been a pleasure. I can't describe all of the details that happen in Hot Springs and the areas around Petty Jean. This is a beautiful area. It's less than an hour from the village. I strongly encourage anybody to go. If you have any more questions, feel free to reach out to us. I'm Dennis at Hot Springs Village Inside Out. For Dennis and for Randy, who will be back soon, I promise. We thank you for joining us, and we will. See you next time.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.